chapter 18, in which we travel further up the Schwer. As I sat with my line in the water, my mind drifted. My mind drifted back into the fogs of my memory, to a time long, long ago. I remembered fishing, fishing with my father. I remembered his arms around me, helping me to hold the line. I remembered feeling the rumble of his chest as he spoke, guiding me as I baited the line, guiding me as I cast it out, guiding me as I reeled it in. I remembered all of the fish we caught that day. I remembered how my father had placed his hands on mine as I went to bait another line. I remembered the words he spoke to me as he lifted me up. You take more on your share from this world, you can be sure the world will take its share back from you. I thought on his words as I placed the last of the dozen or so fish I had caught into the bucket and handed it to Handown to cook over his fire in a barrel. I sat with my feet hanging over the edge of the deck, enjoying the cool spray of the water as the ship flew up the river, and I wondered whether I hadn't taken more than my share from the world that day. As we moved further and further up the river, the trees seemed to grow taller and taller, their branches stretched out towards the sky. These huge trees seemed to me as though they were silent sentries surveying the river, warning those that travelled it that while they may be brave enough to venture up the water, they would be foolish to step off their boats and onto the dry land. Ominous calls of beasts I could not imagine floated out of the forest and across the water to my nervous ears. Gulping, I lifted myself up and wandered back to where Handown stood, turning the fish over and over. You all right, little goblin? he asked me with his usual gruff voice. I nodded, and together we sat in silence, staring at the river as we watched the tall trees glide past us. Together we sat in silence as beautiful multicoloured birds soared around us. Together we sat in silence as the ship cut silently through the water, continuing its course up the river. We sat in silence until I looked up and saw tears streaming down from behind Handown's glasses and into his big bushy beard. Handown, I said. Handown, what's wrong? Nothing. His voice sounded tight and constricted, as though he were fighting back a sob. I didn't know what to say to that, so I hugged him as best as I could manage. At this point, his chest began to heave, and he let out a strangled sob. He shook with such ferocity that I struggled to hold him, and so I hugged him all the tighter, until his shaking faded to a gentle rising and falling of his shoulders. Here's a bloody ox, he sniffed, finally able to speak. I've been fighting him all my life. For what? No reason, no bloody reason. Only because I didn't know what they was. I'm like a bloody elf. Fight him, fight him, fight anyone who ain't you. They look different to you, fight them. They sound different to you, fight them. They live different to you, fight them, fight them, bloody fight them. He sobbed hysterically, and again his shoulders began to heave. And they're bloody peaceful. Who's a beast? Who's a savage? Not the bloody orcs. You didn't know, I said awkwardly. You didn't know. Don't matter, Handown sniffed. I was in the wrong. It does. I began to speak, but stopped, unsure of what to say. Fortunately, the little I'd said seemed to have been enough, for Handown sniffed heartily gulped and wiped his eyes. Bless you, little goblin, Handown gulped, clapped me on the back. Made Mankers right after all. 
What did Manka say? I asked, suddenly tense, eager to learn more about the mysterious Manka. What these words were, though, I never found out, for at that moment we saw a ship of bones come racing up the square towards us. We saw a ship of bones come racing up the square from Hafen towards us. In an instant, Manka had loosened the sails, letting them flap uselessly in the cool early morning air. Moments later, the ship of bones was drawing close, and the crew of orcs was throwing ropes to us to pull us alongside. Peering at the orcs, I noticed two things. First, these orcs were not the ones that we had met the evening before. The second thing I noticed was the difference in demeanour of the orcs. Whereas the orcs we had encountered previously had been excited and gleeful, playful even, these orcs were tense and alert, ready, it felt to me, to resort to violence should the need arise. All the men, Manka's voice floated authoritatively through the air, and despite my not inconsiderable misgivings, I caught one of the multitude of ropes being thrown and heaved in time with Handel and my mother and Manka to pull us closer and closer to the ship of bones. We heaved and the ship of bones came closer. Again we heaved and I looked up to see the terrifying contours of the orcs' faces come floating towards us. One more heave and our ship bumped into its neighbour of bones with a gentleness that seemed unsettling when juxtaposed by the tension that I felt in that moment. Hold the ropes, Manka's authoritative voice came once more as she leapt nimbly from our ship to theirs. I watched as she moved through the crowd of orcs to their captain. How she knew who the captain was I had no idea, but she did, and soon enough they were exchanging quick whispers. Moments later, Manka, accompanied by two orcs, was clambering onto our ship. She gestured to the barrel full to the brim of fish, leant against the mast, and the two orcs gleefully hoisted the barrel above their heads and staggered unevenly back to their ship under the weight of their stolen plunder. But that's my fit, I began to complain before a glare from Manka silenced me. Fish, Manka said dismissively. Where we're going, we don't need fish. And with that, she turned and walked away from us back to the tiller. Why? I gulped nervously. Where are we going? Manka didn't bother to turn as she spoke. Away. They know we're here. They're coming. Who? Even though I already knew the answer in my heart, I asked the question nonetheless. Who is coming? The elves, Manka replied. The elves are coming for us. A sense of dread filled me from within as I looked at the orcs carrying our fish away, and my mind couldn't help but think on the words my father had spoken years before. You take more than your share from this world. You can be sure the world will take its share back from you.